Hello. 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 Hi there. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Football Times podcast with myself, RadioTimes.com sport editor Michael Potts. And today I'm joined by a man who is intently staring at me. It's BBC Match of the Day magazine writer Jake Wilson. What is happening? I'm winning this uh, stare off straight away. You're going to blink first. You're freaking me out here, pal. Good start, good It's It's start. off to a flyer. We'll get straight into it with Friday Night Football. It's Norwich versus Watford. Uh, it's on this Friday at 8 o'clock. It's on Sky Sports, Premier League and Main Event. Um, Norwich versus Watford. Huge. 19th versus 20th. Huge. It's, I'm billing this as the Delia Elton Derby. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> Obviously. Brilliant. Yeah, that's exactly. um, As far as celebrity orders go, I feel like you can't get any bigger than a Delia Smith, Elton John. No, both off. legends in their own right, <laughs> for sure. Um, so, it, yeah, it may not sound like the most thrilling one, um, but both teams are so poor, this could actually turn into a classic. I think it's going to be brilliant. <laughs> I am definitely watching this Friday Maybe that's night. just the inner, like, inner Sunderland fan here, just like kind of <laughs> wanting the miserable relegation battle. Awful well, games. Both of them need the win. Watford more so, obviously, because yeah. they're, what, um, 11 without a win in the yeah. league. Last team that went 12 without a win was QPR back in 2012 and we all know how uh, that ended for them Um, so yeah you feel like both teams it's not a case of you know Watford are away normally they would settle Mm. for a point away from home but they've really got to turn up in this one and and so too with Norwich like every home game is a big game for them at the minute god yeah Um, like Watford weren't poor against Chelsea they really gave a fight especially at the end and Ben Foster with that amazing header that nearly saved the point (laughs) Um, but Points won't do it, especially in this one. They need to go out and beat Norwich, and Norwich need to win themselves. I yeah. think both of these um, could struggle down there the whole season, so this could be very early, very important. Yeah, we'll start off with Norwich, I guess, but um, they haven't won since that remarkable City game. Uh, Pukki hasn't scored since then, and uh, some of the results since then have been 2-0 loss to Burnley, 2-0 loss to Palace, 2-0 loss to Brighton, 0-0 draw with Bournemouth. Uh, they got hammered by Villa and hammered by United, both at home. They're not games you want to be losing. It's it's not, not like that. they've been turned over by Spurs mm-hmm. or City, Liverpool, etc. Like they've been turned over by the teams they really need to get results from, and you're not going to get those those fixtures back. You know, like once they're played, they're gone. They're in the books. Definitely. Like I think it's we can we can say. The problem, as the results show, is scoring goals. Mm. They haven't scored any. Pookie has Pookie stopped. Campwell hasn't got any either. But also defensively, they've had so many injuries. Mm. Now Tete is playing at centre-back. Um, he doesn't even train, apparently, half the, the right. time because of his, his uh, injuries. So they're just really lacking goals and defensive options. Yeah. So it's not, for Farker, that is not it, is it? That is <laughs> yeah. not the one. I think it's time for... So everybody... Again, in that City game, the, the thing that we, we praised the most was the fact that they actually went out and attacked City. They went out, played their game, played to their strengths, and, and they won. It hasn't happened for them since. So it's, it's this weird thing of, do, do you then drop the, the style and, and just aim for the you know direct target man pookie sort of thing? Or, or do you stick with that style that did get that massive win and hasn't done anything since. It's a really confusing situation. I wouldn't want to be their boss right now. Mm. Um, I think the the way football is nowadays, people stick with their style um, irregardless. So I think, don't, I don't think Farker will change. I just think he'll hope those forward players start lighting the game up. Onel Hernandez, 
has uh, got one and he's just become a father and then played the day after and hopefully that might inspire him yeah. to do something really good because he looks really decent. <laughs> it's it's um, glitching its jaws, but I'll give you it. We're trying, we're trying here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I really like Buendia. Um, he hasn't got any assists, obviously, because he hasn't scored any goals in a little while. Steeperman hasn't scored yet. Mm. Um, they've got the ability to get themselves out of it, but it's going to be a fight. Yeah, The Jake Wilson uh, approach to scoring goals is procreate. (laughs) 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 Moving swiftly on to Watford. Um, Again, another team who just cannot find the net. Uh, They've scored six times in 11 games so far. Haven't won. Um, It's not looking ideal. Uh, Danny Welbeck, who I thought was an interesting signing as your sort of fourth striker, third striker, he's out. Uh, Troy Deeney's out. Big signing is Miller Saar is out. Mm. Um, And the fact that Andre Gray may not even start this one, it sort of says it all really, isn't it? When you're a team desperate for goals and you're probably going to have to start two attacking midfielders up front in, in Pereira and... Yeah, it's 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 not a good look for them. Um, Kike Sanchez has not come into the best of times with his squad, but um, Dini has just got back to training. This one, I think, might come too early for him, mm. but they need him back ASAP. Yeah, they need that um, talismanic exactly, presence, just don't they? Just a presence. Scrap up there and make things horrible for the centre central defenders because um, it just hasn't been that way. I think people have found it very too easy to defend against Watford, and they need mm. to change that ASAP. Yeah, um, I think Dakura as well is an interesting one because he he was such a source of goals last year. Mm. You wonder whether his head was turned maybe in the summer, and and sometimes I mean I I think it's quite hard for us for us lay people to understand <laughs> this, but you you do wonder what when we see it with Ericsson maybe at Spurs, Dakura with potentially Everton sort of thing mm-hmm. in the in the summer. How much transfer speculation can turn your head and and being unable to. to refocus on that definitely so many players yeah. you see it um, some of the players that left very early in the transfer window like Ghana um, Everton to PSG sure. that was really good because um, it was very clear that he wanted to leave and they let him yeah. so I think um, it's always such a balance that one it can really disrupt your team and Watford don't look settled at all yeah absolutely uh, prediction for this one wow you're asking me there I'm going to go 2-0 Norwich. Interesting. Standing there. I'm going to go on the other side of the fence. (sighs) I reckon Watford are going to turn up. I think they've looked a little bit more solid recently. A couple of draws in there. Um, They looked okay against Chelsea for spells, but I guess it's Chelsea. You can't really expect too much. Mm -hmm. I just think they've got to release the hounds a little bit here. Um, they, They haven't scored and they haven't scored often. Uh, but Norwich have conceded 26 in 11, which if you shave a couple of goals off Southampton's uh, 9-0, then it's they are bad, the, yeah. and the sloppiest defence around. Too, so. yeah. We'll see, we'll see. Uh, moving on to Saturday, we have Chelsea versus Crystal Palace. It's a 12.30 kickoff on BT Sport 1. Um, I love watching Chelsea. Just all-out entertainment. Who thought we'd be saying that, eh? Ridiculous. I have loved watching Chelsea for Chelsea years Chelsea Football now. Club, the neutrals' favourite. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 2019, and that's where we're at. It is crazy. Um, that Ajax game, uh, yeah. Champions League, unreal. Yeah. Um, but they never gave up. They kept fighting for it, and I think that's what Frank's got into them. Um, yeah. Their wing play is excellent. They work so hard. They're a team now. Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, so I actually missed the, the Ajax game. I, I caught the post game. So I was, I was watching Dr. Sleep, which was Ooh, uh, nice. anything but <laughs> anything but at Stamford Bridge <laughs> last night. Um, yeah, Lampard, he, spoke, he, he was you know, obviously disappointed with Abraham, maybe not clearing his lines and uh, and the uncle, bits and pieces. Obviously conceding four domes, never a good thing. Yeah. But he was genuinely buzzing about the entertainment that his team 
put on, like they put oh, on a show. They did that one Zuma got the ball in his own half, took on about three players, did some step overs edge of the box, and yeah. then fired. Uh, admittedly into Rosie. <laughs> but yeah. it was unbelievable yeah. from the player that we maybe saw at Stoke last year and he's got that in every single player Reese James came on yesterday mm. made an impact again Lampard loves him they've got so many players willing to try things mm. it's such an exciting time and it's a competition as well isn't it so I guess like when Pulisic is coming on bagging perfect hat ricks like that just puts pressure on Hudson Adoy when he starts to Try and seek those headlines a little bit, you know. Try, you know, get Definitely. land a thirty yarder or so. And that might be in this game because Mason Mount's out injured. Exactly. So yes. Is that room for a Calamus and a Doy? It's interesting. In? That would be wicked if yeah. it was. A big shout out as well to William, who I've been very impressed. I think I've mentioned him a few times in this pod actually this year, and he is impressing me a lot. I, I was I was pretty much ready for Chelsea to sell him this summer. I was just kind of like, when Barca came in with whatever mad bid that was or, or rumours of the mad bid, I was just like, take it and run, man. But he is uh, he's leading by example, actually, which is probably not something you could say about Willie in the last few years. No, I've been, I've been quite a critic of him. Um, he hasn't really had the goals and assists to match his obvious talent. And this year he has really stepped up, like you said. He's taken a leadership role, it obviously seems, especially in that front line, playing with the teenagers he's around him. Yeah. Um, and boy, is he good to watch at the minute. Grandfather Willian. Uh, oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on to Crystal Palace. Uh, so usually after seeing Palace a three without a win, you'd, you'd finish off with, I need to pick up points or they'll be cut adrift. <laughs> but instead we're seeing... They've slid to ninth, just two points ahead of Man United. Reality's just caught what, up, hasn't it? I what's think going on? <laughs> you know, they were flying high beginning of the season. They did have some nicer fixtures, mm. but then they've had this nightmare run, haven't they? They had City, Arsenal, Leicester, now got Chelsea. Yeah. Next game's Liverpool. I think that's just uh, Premier League biting back a little bit after yeah. their, their nice spell. But there's no pressure on them now, though, is there? Because, no. like, let's say, you, you lose a game a few seasons ago as Palace, and, and suddenly you're looking over your shoulder wondering whether you're going down or not. And now it's sort of, oh, we might dip out of the top half. Like, that's <laughs> such a shift in expectations, thanks to thanks to great-grandfather Roy. <laughs> there we are, all the old-timers. Uh, old but yeah. yes, um, I think for, for this period especially, they can, they've just played, um, and if they got zero points out of it, that wouldn't have been the end of the world they have. They've already drawn with Arsenal. Um, but there's still a lot of problems there for them, I think. Um, I think they really need to start scoring goals. Um, they can't rely on Ayu mm. forever. He's scored more than we maybe thought for yeah, the whole yeah. season anyway. Um, but Zaha, most shots in the league without scoring of any player. It's not good. They're going to want him to change that. Yeah. Um, Kept seeing, I, I watched the game at the weekend, actually, the Leicester one. And um, there was Van Anholt. So I know a lot about Van Anholt from days at the Stadium of Light and uh, a lot of head-in-hands moments with him. But he seemed to be... It was him him and Zaha, this little weird running battle where he just kept, like, pinching the shots off Zaha or, like, not passing to him, not quite finding him in the right spaces. Ooh. Again, seeking those headlines. Nice. Don't know, maybe looking into that too much, but, yeah, you, you just feel like Zaha needs to get on that ball and, and actually, you know, lock sights. Yeah, there's a the lot ball. of responsibility on his shoulders um, and maybe that's weighing on him. He did it for the Ivory Coast when he went on international break. Maybe he's just uh, Premier League's got a bit wise to him. They're kicking him a little bit, yeah. maybe too often. Yeah, um, absolutely. I'm sure he'll come good. Yeah, well, he's obviously talented. I think um, predictions for this one. Hard to see anything other than Chelsea. They're on such rampant form. They're going to get goals, but you know they're very likely con to concede as well. I would say three one. Three one. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Chelsea with this one. I think 
Roy Hodgson's done a phenomenal job. He's he's shook off the the whole you know dinosaur <laughs> classic dinosaur manager, um, but I think yeah probably just needs to reshuffle things up front maybe just to get them firing yeah. um, in the games to come. But let's say this one's a bit of a write off with it being Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. And moving on to Saturday evening, we have a bit a big one. This Leicester versus Arsenal. It's a five thirty kick off on Sky Sports Premier League and main event. Uh, that's a that's a tasty looking fixture. God, yeah, this is this is perfect time for it. Perfect time of year. Arsenal are going to be looking at Leicester, thinking we'll have what they're having. Mm. Uh, it is wonderful to see Leicester in the position they are, third in the Prem, keeping out goals. They've got the form striker in the league potentially, yeah. and a raft of talented youngsters. Everything's coming up, Brendan. Yeah, everything's coming up, Brendan. Uh, I saw a thing today on Twitter saying they paid nine million compensation for Rogers. I don't know if you wow. saw that, or but uh, nine million, and and yet if you think in managerial terms, that's that's a lot of money. God, but yeah. you know, in the grand scheme of things, he's he's transformed that club in in six months or so, however long he's been there. You think about what you get for nine million pounds as a <laughs> midfielder. It would be <laughs> no one, would it? Yeah, you get um, like I don't know an Ollie McBurney foot or something. You like, get off of him, wouldn't you? Um, Ollie McBurney, the one that came in my head. <laughs> Oh, foot. Um, wow. Brendan Rodgers for nine mil is is a, you'd think is a steal really. Yeah. He's definitely turned it around there. That Leicester didn't like how Powell was making them play. Brendan's got more from firing in the same direction now. Yeah, absolutely. Have you been watching them recently, Leicester? I've seen like, bits and pieces. I feel like I've watched yeah. quite a lot of them, and uh, Tealman's is coming into it, which I'm very happy about. I think he had a bit of a slow start the season, but he's properly. Uh, he was pulling the strings the other day against Palace, and and like I say, when you've got the informed striker Jamie Vardy. Utterly relentless up front. Um, there's not really a lot teams can do. I actually don't think they played too well against Palace Leicester, but um, but they just got that job done. Two 0 away when you can't you can't argue with that. <laughs> like the result, it's perfect, isn't it? Um, they they do seem to have so many options at their disposal as mm. well. Now, um, Gray got the assist for um, Vardy's goal, the second in yep. the Palace game. And where's Demar Gray been? Like we kind of forgotten yeah, that he's no. on the books at Leicester. Yeah, um, he, he was he was so exciting when he broke through, wasn't he? But he hasn't hasn't quite found his feet. No. Um, and then possibly. Leicester being linked with like Dwight McNeil. Yeah, and you, I was thinking when that was going around because he's obviously been linked with Wolves as well. Mm. It's, it feels so obvious that Leicester are going to get Dwight McNeil for twenty million plus. <laughs> Damari Gray. That yeah. just sounds like the complete <laughs> perfect transfer. Um, yeah. Not bad, mate. Wait. Uh, yeah, and obviously, I just I just need to bring up Kaglasu and you again because he is my favourite man in the Premier League. What a wonder. wonder. <laughs> He's just such an inspiration to all of those people with awful haircuts who can <laughs> still make something of their lives. No, uh, he, is, he was phenomenal at the back. Um, so calm, so composed, him and Johnny Evans. Um, just, yeah, I mean, you can't argue. If you don't hear people like Johnny Evans, you don't really hear his name th- too often throughout the game and that's exactly what you want from your centre-backs. Definitely. I think they got him for £5 million pounds last Unbelievable summer. Unbelievable deal. I, I said in uh, Match of the Day magazine that it was the bargain of the summer and mm. it's just like he didn't really do lows last year but then obviously now just alongside the uh, the Turkish wonder um, it's <laughs> Turkish it's, delight yeah well there we are <laughs> perfect um, it's, it's just outstanding how well they've gelled so quickly especially in the absence of an £80 million England central defender mm. uh, who yeah. left um, and from the well-oiled machine of Leicester we're going to move to the slightly 
Slightly breaking down car of Arsenal. Yeah, they're squeaking, aren't they, a little bit? What's going on with Arsenal? What's happening to them at the minute? Well, as a Wolves fan, we played them last weekend, and we were disappointed not to beat them. We had 25 shots at the Emirates, (sighs) which is outrageous. Um, We won 18 aerial duels. Arsenal only won seven. It felt like the the rhetoric around it was just that we wanted it more. Mm. Jimenez's goal, where he he runs in and, and heads it past the defenders. Yeah, He just wanted that header. And yeah. it's it's so strange. Arsenal kind of ha- seem to have this problem for for so long. Their fight doesn't look as as fighty as yeah. some of the other teams. Um, yeah. Uh, I, the thing is, I, I don't. So there's been a lot of stick aimed at Unai Emery, and a lot of I think a lot of people have this idea in the head of him being this you know Europa League manager, and therefore like a Europa League level manager sort of thing. Like he's not good enough for Arsenal. Like I, I think we can dispel that. Like he's it takes a lot to win the Europa League, etc. And and the things he's done in his career. I just wonder whether he's he's he looks a little bit I want Emery to be Emery to be full Emery and not Emery trying to be Arsene Wenger. I feel like not a lot has changed. I think I was hoping for a lot more sort of pragmatism maybe and and whether that be going a bit more direct, whether that be um yeah, like I say, grinding out the wins rather than the pretty foot, you know, the pursuit of pretty football. I just feel it hasn't really changed anything since since Wenger was there. No, it's it's hard to hard to know how Arsenal play. Mm. Um, if you had to describe yeah. it, I can't quite find the words. Yeah, they change their front line quite often. You know, the top teams like Liverpool, Man City. Well, Pep rotates, but they don't have to so often. I think Emery definitely is still trying to figure out how to fit. Pepe, Aubameyang, Lacazette mm. in, you know, they haven't all been fit. Then Ozil, that's a new question yeah. that's, that's come back around. I think he is struggling to find out the best the best way to play those, especially going forwards and the defensive problems, while they speak for themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what are we going for in this one? It, it, Arsenal are the underdogs going to this one. Let, let's just crazy. accept that. It's crazy. This is quite a bizarre place to be in, but but they are. I'm going to say draw. I think, you know, you form, you look at Leicester and you can't really argue it, but the Premier League doesn't work like that. Mm. So I think maybe a 2-2, I think, you know, could could balance everything mm. out. I think Leicester are the team who Arsenal will not want to play. Yeah. Pretty much out of, well, barring City-Liverpool, I think they're probably the ones they don't want to play. I think they're just such a relentless, dogged team. And especially when you've got people like Chilwell, Pereira, who they actually, that was part of the reason why they maybe struggle against Palace. I don't think they got them as high up the pitch. And so... Could all come down to the fullbacks if if Bellerin and Tierney are flying forward if they can pen pen Chilwell back, but no, I can't see anything but Leicester taking Ooh, this one. Yeah. Tasty. Oh well. Sorry, Gunners. <laughs> uh, moving on to Super Super Sunday. It's two o'clock. Sky Sports Premier League and main event. We have the mighty Wolverhampton, <laughs> and it's high ho. <laughs> Wolverhampton. Oh, cut, on, cut, 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 <laughs> cut. Uh, we have Wolves versus Aston Villa. Um, are you a Wolves fan? Might be. Interesting. Uh, tell me about Wolves. How's it going? Seven, seven draws in 11 games. It's pretty chill to be yeah. a Wolves fan right now. Obviously, yeah. we'd like to turn those draws into wins, but um, no one's worried. We're all pretty relaxed. We're flying in the Europa League at the minute. Um, you know, beating Besiktas and stuff. That was lovely. <laughs> Besiktas dropping there. Yeah, yeah, dropping the Champions League name in the, in the group. Um, <laughs> and yes, Villa beat us in the Carabao when we played our kids. They played fewer of their kids. Um, so there's a little bit of a, oh, we want to beat them this time. And obviously we do. This is as big a match as we get this season. Um, but 
we know we're playing well. First half, every game, we start slow. Mm. Arsenal game was the same. They went one look first half. Second half, Nuno must do something in the changing room because we come out twice the team we were in the first half yeah. um, and we, we battered Arsenal in that yeah. second half again. Um, hopefully, we start on the front fit in the first half this week. Um, and I've, I'm pretty confident that we can get a result. Yeah. It's all about, I guess, how you turn that that run of draws or the you know the the unbeaten run <laughs> as we, <as> we <laughs> want to call it. It's all about how you end it, really. Like if, if you if you draw in all these games, then you end it with a loss, and that suddenly just puts yeah. a whole negative spin on it. If you can, you know, draw all these games and then put a couple of wins together, then it's all of a sudden you know Wolves only lost twice. They they they're on yeah, the march upwards. Um, can we just confirm here, by the way, Wolves Villa? How much of a derby is this? How much do you care? Is this like a little extra spice or is this like the full vindaloo? It's not the full vindaloo. No? No. It's maybe a tikka masala. Um, (laughs) West Brom's the one. That's the derby. Um, But unfortunately, we haven't been able to play them for the second season. (laughs) That's a smug, smug face. (sighs) Sorry, baggies. Um, But this one we want. We want to win this. But, you know, for me personally, it doesn't feel any more than... And wanting to beat one of the one of the big sides, yeah. it feels tastier than Burnley, but maybe on a on a par with the, the Liverpool. I don't know. <laughs> Interesting. Don't know. Okay, Th- thanks for clarifying that. I feel like the, the Midlands is a it's a strange place for rivalries, but um, so it's a it's a semi derby. Yes. Um, moving on to Villa, uh, Flickers have a good team in there. Uh, they've beaten Brighton and Wolves. Sorry, in the cup. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they beat Norwich. They hammered Norwich in the Premier League. Drew with Burnley, and then a couple of write-off games, I guess, recently against City and Liverpool. They're looking fairly comfortable, definitely, and they look really good against Liverpool, especially. Mm. Um, and they they did well against City as well. I think they will be fine. I think they've got enough. Um, throughout the team, really. Um, I want to give a shout-out to Tom Heaton because, boy, uh, bargain of the summer 2018-19, that, that is his phenomenal take. He's really uh, sorted their goalkeeper issues out. Um, but then throughout the team, it's brilliant. Engels and Mings can't deny how well those two have been playing. Mm. John McGinn, again, proven at this level how strong he is. Um, and they've, get, they've got goals up top as well. Trezeguet getting one. El Ghazi's on the score sheet. It's looking rosy for them too. Yeah, and Villa with such a good, you know, good use of the offside trap that they can get people's armpits offside. Apparently, they are. Yeah, if we have one of those at the weekend, I'm not. <laughs> He's be flipping pleased. tables. <laughs> uh, prediction for this one: Wolves nine. Uh, uh, no, I'm going to say a slim Wolves win. I think we've got enough, especially with Troy Ray on the break. Going to go with a draw because Wolves. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> moving on to the final game on TV of the weekend: no Monday Night Football this week, and uh, it's. Just a little matter of Liverpool versus Manchester City. Uh, it's a 5.30 kickoff on Sky Sports Premier League and main event. Firstly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yay, football. Um, what a day that Sunday is. What? The Wolves and then the yeah. big title race clash. You can cheer Oof. yourself up after that heavy Villa, Villa away win. Excuse me? Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean... We'll start with Liverpool, mm-hmm. we'll move on to City, and then I think we've got a little bit of a combined 11 Ooh, coming up afterwards. But uh, Liverpool, just again, I think I've used the term with Leicester, but just relentless. Just, I think you, you learn so much about a team when they come from behind mm-hmm. or, or when they can just grind out those wins. Like, you don't really learn too much from a 5 0 win, apart from the fact that, you know, their players are very good players. Mm-hmm. But you really see the character of a team come through 
when in the 94th minute or whatever it is when when uh, Mane Mane with a header um <laughs> you just I don't know I think you learn so much about a team when they can do that consistently and they have been doing that consistently recently they haven't been on top of their game Liverpool but but they're still turning teams over exactly um as Thierry Henry says you either win or you learn but Liverpool are learning from these wins um, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's really strong and they've got so much depth there and the belief is so much that they are figuring a way to win every time mm. Pep has thrown some shade this week yeah. on Sadio Mane's um, <laughs> fouled um, opportunities uh, let, I, I wanna, don't want to say any more than that on his behalf um, but they're just doing it aren't they they mm. are just winning games every week even the Genk um, and the, in the midweek um, wasn't their finest performance, but two big goals. They, they left some of the big names on the bench. They're mm. doing it every single game. It's the cliche, isn't it? But that's how champions become champions. You know, just grinding out those wins, no matter what the circumstances, whatever team you're putting out. They're just finding those ways to win. Um, moving on to City, uh, it was a bit of an, again, similar, similar situation at the weekend, I guess. It was a bit of an Alamo at the end of that City-Southampton <laughs> game. Just wave after wave. But um, slightly worrying stats, I guess, from, from a City point of view. They had 76% possession, 639 passes, uh, 26 shots, and only four on target. Didn't have a shot on target at home at the Etihad until the seventieth minute. Is that should they be worried about that, or is that just a bit of an off day? They could well be worried. Um, Aguero didn't get many chances in the game. Um, he, he stuck one away, but he was really isolated for a lot of it. I think a lot of those shots came from um, outside the box or across goal, where there was a lot more option to block it. So I think. Let's say, well done Southampton. They were really phenomenal at the mm. back, especially after the week they'd had previous. Um, I think City will be okay. They must be in training every week, just trying to figure out how to break mm. down defences like that. Um, and if anyone knows how to, it's Pep, who's been at Barcelona and Bayern, who have had the exact same problem yeah. for these seasons past. Absolutely. So... Combined 11 times. Yes. Um, we, we, we've set some ground rules here. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to clue who you've got in your team. But um, we're going to go with a 4-3-3 as both teams set up. Uh, and we're going to base this on, I guess, current form or recent form. Um, sweet Leroy Sane. He, he, is, he is not allowed in this one. Shout um, out, Americ Laporte. <laughs> you will yeah, be back. We're with you, You will brothers. be in the next lineup. <laughs> um, so... On that basis, yep. um, nice easy start. Edison obviously in goal. <laughs> no, sir. I think you'd find Allison oh, is in there here. Oh, that's a sad opinion. Um, the boy is brilliant. I mean, yeah, okay, fair enough. We'll leave that one alone. You are wrong. Um, back four, scissors. we're going with Trent Alexander-Arnold. Tick. We're going with Andrew Robertson. Tick. We're going with Virgil Van Dijk. Tick. I'd like to put Gomez in there. I know he's not really been favoured to Matip. I just really, really rate Gomez. Uh, but one of the Liverpool boys. All Liverpool back four. Do you know what? I'm going to be controversial here. Of course I you think, are. I think the teams that Liverpool and City will be playing, I think a Fernandinho or no. a Rodri could do the job there. Um, Rodri Ma- fanboy. I'm a Rodri fanboy, 100%. Oh. I've got a t-shirt, I get his tattoo just below my ear. Man, uh, I see the copy of Monday I'll sticking out from you, <laughs> sticking oh, out from your shirt. Don't bring that down with me, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Only um, read Match of the Day magazine, thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Matt Heap I really like. He's been really brilliant. Again, I think any of those will do, but if you had to ask me today... 
I'd put Rodri at centre-back. Interesting, but wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> our three midfielders, I've gone with Fabino. No arguments there. Yeah, Kevin De Bruyne. Yep. And David Silva. you got to go those three, I think. I think they picked themselves. David Silva... Probably injured for the, the the big game itself at the weekend, mm. but uh, that's only a little little yeah. niggle. I feel like Fernandino, I've, I've loved him for so long. I feel like Fabino is probably more of a, a destroyer, I guess. And when you've got so many uh, you know, attacking talents, you do want somebody who can just sit back and, and chill a bit more. Whereas Definitely. I guess Fernandino likes joining the party sometimes up top. But, uh, yeah, no arguments there. <laughs> I think Wijnaldum might be in the conversation if David Silva was was too injured for our combined eleven. Does Ali uh, agree? Yeah, yeah. I what think world we live in? Eh? He's coming. He's coming good. Uh, and this is the part where we're going to launch at each bit. other. Front three, front three from Man United, uh, Manchester City, and Liverpool. Sergio Aguero, best striker in the Premier League, possibly. Possibly the world. Would Lewandowski have a fight with you about well, that I'll, one? I'll, I'll, I'd debate that as a separate debate yeah. of the best striker in the Prem. In there. Um, but I think Aguero over Firmino. I am going Raheem Sterling and I'm going Sadio Mane and I'm dropping Mohamed Salah and Roberto Firmino. Today, as they're playing... It is Sterling and Mane. Yeah. Um, Salah just looks that fraction off of Salah Mane. Ha- <sighs> yes, Salah, Salah hasn't quite hit his stride this year, I don't think. No. But, but I think Mane just is such a match winner, isn't he? Like he's he's such a live wire, and we saw the other day he's, he's scoring with his head now. So he's impacting every game in countless ways. Yeah. Um, so he's really first name on the team sheet entirely at the minute. Absolutely, and and when this combined eleven is sorted off into their own herds, who's winning? <laughs> Prediction, Manchester City and Liverpool at Anfield. How can you call it? Last time Liverpool lost in the league was to Man City. Mm. They will not be losing again for me, but a 1-1 might not be off the table. Oh, he's sitting firmly on the fence. Um, I'm going Liverpool and I'm going 3-1. Wow. I'm going resounding Liverpool. I think this is going to come down to defences and I think when push comes to shove, when it Mm. comes down to the crunch, I think my money's all over Liverpool for that. If there's ever a time... We'll see. It's going to be good. I mean, let's face it. No matter what happens, Phenomenal we don't care. <laughs> We're not City of Liverpool fans. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Um, moving quickly on to fantasy Premier League tips. Uh, if you haven't got Jamie Vardy by now, give up. Um, if you haven't got John Lundstrom or Kagla Soyuncu, just give up. Um, <laughs> if your team is packed with City of Liverpool players, don't budge them. I think uh, you got to live for the me. sake of a game. And, and like I say, anybody can pop up as a match winner. Um, big shout out for Bournemouth defenders. Been defending well at the minute. I think Amazing. Rico, Ake, even Steve Cook is a viable option for your fantasy Premier League team. Eddie Cook. Eddie Howe loves him. Eddie Cook. Eddie Cook. <laughs> any any other shouts in there? Yeah, I'm going to say uh, Anthony Martial. Uh, mm. Man United again. Waver in their form, but uh, I swapped in Martial as soon as Son got sent off the at the at the weekend. Unfortunately for us, Son's uh, red card has been overturned, probably rightly so. Yep. Um, so Son will be available, but Martial just makes United so much better. He gets the best out of Rashford, and in their next three fixtures, it's Brighton, Sheffield United and Villa. Got to hit the net from midfield at least once there. Fair shout. And he is a midfielder in that as well. He is indeed. 7.6. Plus. Um, Mr. Wilson, thank you very much for your time. What's in Match of the Day magazine this week? Well, obviously, like we said, there's one big match this week Mm. and it is Liverpool-Man City. We've got all the insight on the title scrap between the two big teams as well as an exclusive interview with Arsenal women's star Vivienne Miedema. 
She's an absolute baller. Get that red. Uh, some truly outstanding posters, as well as some match attacks on the front. It is a big week in the mag. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, he has forgot to bring me match attacks. There's no <laughs> Sunderland in them. I'm sorry. Oh, no. It's the big team. Give me a couple of years. Anyway, thank you very much for your time, Mr. Wilson. Uh, for, and for everybody listening at home, please come to radiotimes.com slash sport. We have a brand shiny new page uh, packed with sporting previews so you can watch every moment of the action from football to basically anything. Thank you very much for listening. Cheers. Cheers.